longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 360 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we discuss Xbox exclusives potentially coming to PlayStation and Ubisoft exec giving Kyle more ammo for physical media. The Last of Us Part 2 Season 2 cast has been announced. We played the Suicide Squad so we could finally talk about it and so much more as you can watch it live as we record over on YouTube.com slash PS Trophy Room each and every Wednesday night or listen to it like all of you do over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast service of choice, and each and every Thursday. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Also, yeah. for anyone listening to the podcast, yeah, uh, come check out the pre-show, because I think we found our new pre-show game. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's I won't spoil it. Go over to YouTube, watch the first 15 minutes or so yeah it's like wordle and i don't know what wordle is yeah <laughs> <laughs> how you doing joe we're a week away from the platies how you feel um about the games that we've chosen i feel good um i think the game of the year still surprises me when i say it out loud um but seeing all the love and support from it and critical thought and feedback that's what's worth it for me man i i love seeing everybody just as surprised as we were Baldur's Gate 3 is the Trophy Room Game of the Year. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, too, it was the closest year as well. It really was mm. uh, like a three-way race between Spider-Man, Alan Wake, and, and Baldur's Gate. So it was it, it was such a great episode. If you guys haven't yeah. checked it out, make sure. But how are you feeling? How are you holding up? Great. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very happy with the platies. I love how it turned out. I think... I think all the winners are the winners. Like there's no yeah. second guessing yep. and it's, it's tough for me to say, cause I wish more games got recognized, but I can't fault that on the other games. Yep. It, I would have loved to have more Indies win some stuff, but they're like, you Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I, mean, <it laughs> I don't exists. know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> exactly. Dude. It's so, I don't know. It's a magical experience. Go play it though. I will. I want to just say for the listeners out there, um, if my breathing is a little bit, uh, I don't know, heavy, uh, I, I strained my back shoveling snow, humble brag. So uh, my whole upper back hurts and neck and shoulder, and it's been not great. I don't like snow, and I wish we could move to Cancun. That's all I have to say on the matter. I love the snow. I also don't have to leave the house, so <laughs> it's fine. Oh, man, I hated it because I had to, you know, my brother, uh, he's a teacher now, so he has to yep. wake up right and early. Did they have delays? He had a delay. It really should have been a closure, but sure. um, it was so icy. That it was it was the thick snow. It wasn't like the powder mm. snow, so it, it, it really I sucked. I mean, even powder snow. When you have enough of it on your shovel, it's going to weigh a yeah. bunch. Yeah. But like that one, you could always kind of like, you could act like a, a plow, you know, and you could just like oh, sh shovel sure. it lazily. Did you did you see the Buffalo Bills game? No. So obviously upstate New York, they get lake effect snow. Yeah. Because that's where I went to college. That's where I got like eight feet of snow in a week. Oh, Jesus. Because um, my college, Oswego, was right on the lake. Um, mm -hmm. Buffalo, similar. It's up there. It's on the lake. 
they got a ton of snow and <clears throat> excuse me, they had to move the playoff game from Saturday to Monday afternoon because there was so much snow and they hired people in the community to come and shovel out. <laughs> and it was so bad that they were like, listen, you just show up, you get whatever seat you want. I was <laughs> like, going to say. Come <laughs> and just sit where you want. But in similar to like in Kansas City for the Chiefs game, mm-hmm. it was bitterly cold there. Uh, there were a lot of like TikToks I saw and pictures of like they would open their beer and it would just turn to slushy and then freeze over the, the can. Oh, that's like, cool. That's though. how cold it was. It's very cool. I would not last because I need to drink liquid when yeah. I'm at a sports game because I'm yelling and screaming. Yeah. I would have passed out of dehydration. There's no, there's no way. <laughs> Absolutely not. And also, it'd be like, come on, you guys are multi billion dollar organizations, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's cool. They're like, eh, pick your seat. <laughs> Exactly. Just you know, just come on down. Just come on down. Who gives a shit? Come on down. It's some bills, you know. Um, also, Kyle, I just want a correction for you because you talked about it being by a lake. Um, it's not a lake; it's an ocean. In this case, it's a lake. Uh, <laughs> it's not even a loop; it's a spiral. Kyle, start a question for you. Okay. Yeah. Papa Taz forty four writes in. What is your biggest PlayStation sin? Mine would be hating both the combat styles of The Last of Us and God of War 2018. Papa Taz, what are we talking about? Papa Taz, we need to talk. (laughs) That is a sin. That is the worst of all sins. I I don't know what your penance is, but uh, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Yeah. It's it's hefty. Oh, yeah. It's hefty. Uh, What is my biggest sin? Three hail shoes and you're good. Uh oh man. I mean I'm trying to think of one that's not like I didn't play this game. Like mm. I never played the original Metal Gear Solid. Right. You know? Yeah. Um I mean I got one. Go for it. I mean like the original Metal Gear Solid, I remember getting crap on it. Um I never played it. I was literally seven when the game, the first game came out, or the second game rather came out on PS2. So like by the time Metal Gear Three came around, I was like thirteen, and I remember playing the first level. I was like, "What is this? I'm out of here!" You know, where's Ratchet and Clank? But I would think my biggest gaming like sin is not playing enough PS2. Um, to because I I get super jealous when people have all these really like. Met, like these beautiful memories of like Anamusha and like the classic Resident Evils and like oh, Final yeah. Fantasy X. And yes. I don't have that because I mm. I remember getting a PS2 for my birthday being disappointed it wasn't an Xbox. Fair. So, I think I said this before on the show. For yeah. a good report card one year, mm-hmm. I got Final Fantasy X and Grand Theft Auto 3 on the same day. Wow. What? That was a monumental day in the yeah. Stevenson household. Yeah. And that was a rare occurrence. I didn't get games all the time. That was a mm-hmm. rare thing. Like, I mm-hmm. crushed it. Damn. I worked real hard. And that was, I mean, two of the best games I think I've ever played. Yeah. I remember the the, the Final Fantasy X commercials. And let me tell you something. I was a little boy going through puberty. Oh, my goodness. What's the girl with the, the yellow and the, and the emo check? What are the, what are uh, the... Oh, my God. There's, well, there's Riku. The Thank yellow you. blonde thief. Yep. Uh, with the yellow top. And, Little and Joe was a big fan. <laughs> I mean, Big Kyle is also a big fan. Uh, <laughs> Lulu, also a Lulu. big fan. Lulu okay. is with the belts and the emo. Right. She's the mage. Oh, okay. And shout out to Yuna, the, the summer. She, oh, she's she, cute so too. that's where Yuna gets her name? 
I don't know. Maybe. I would like, I, to, I would like so. to think so. Yeah. There oh, you go. Jinx. Oh, you owe me a soda. <laughs> All right, Kyle. So those those are our sins, right? Oh, wait. I, you I think my I think my biggest sin is uh, deleting old saves from my memory card on PS1. Yeah. Just because I thought I was done with the game. Yeah. And I wasn't done with the game. Little Kyle, not done with the game. <laughs> you should have just, you know, saved up money and bought a second memory card. Honestly, the biggest sin I think all of us share, it's actually a topic we'll talk about later, is like selling our old stuff. We always end up regretting it. We always end up buying it back. Also, if but you that's... hear a little puppy in the back, remember, she's two months old. But that's like the whole thing where I've said that's how I afforded to play new games. Yeah. I had to trade in my old stuff to get the new stuff. Yeah. So you have no I, regrets? Yeah, I, 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 yes, I have regrets. You okay. can, I had a black label FF7. <laughs> I had like I original regrets. PlayStation 1 games. Like they were yeah. in pristine condition because I take real good care of my stuff. So right. all gone. And I'm pretty sure I got like maybe 10 bucks for them. And now yeah. they're probably worth way more. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, listen, a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, the Trophy Room store, we got merch, BB, go check that out. Also, by the players, our community show, uh, by the time this episode goes live, both our Alan Wake 2 and CFR st- Stars discussions are live. CFR. Oh, okay, Kyle. Look at that. Hot no, team. it's it's one of my favorite games of the year. Okay, I thought great. you sounded like you were about to say CFR. That's why I said Oh, it. no. It's just because I'm in a immense amount of pain. Um, And yeah, our Alan Wake 2 discussion was on point. Um, It was a ton of fun. I just love hearing from all of our community members because y'all are like so much smarter than us. You guys should be hosting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But this month's show is going to be all about Final Fantasy VII Remake. We're pumped for Rebirth. So the community is setting out to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm being a little different because I've already played Remake. I'm playing the original Final Fantasy. And you'll hear my thoughts on that spoiler cast. So go reach out to Marcus or Michael, a.k.a. Drellish, for more information. And make sure you're part of our Discord so you can ask him. So. Yeah, there's a whole by the players channel in the Discord where you yep. can hit them up in there too. So check yeah. it out. Kyle, I can't breathe good. <laughs> could you talk? Uh, could Could you give the Patreon pitch this week? You think? Could you Could you read through the list of names? I can. I was going to add something so we could talk about it later, but I okay. can do that once I'm done. Uh, you know, if we ever got you through a long day or a long car ride, uh, it's all thanks to you for us to even be here. Right, right. I've, you throw me for a loop. I'm I'm free, <laughs> free freestyling it right go now. Go for it, go for it. I uh, believe that, in you. That's all because of Patreon. Patreon supports the show, supports us, allow us to keep doing what we do, and it's all because of these wonderful human beings for supporting us on Patreon. Why we get to do it. So our newest member, Solo, who upgraded to the gold tier, shout out to you, Solo. Our premium members, Todd Burwitz at Toxic. Our platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, the Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Ryuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Stribbles and Bits, Bertos Maximus, Chris, Hybrid 748, uh, 748, <laughs> Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard, uh, Solo, Liam Rust, Silk Hannett, 
Dasime, Jada Swan Metal, Mitchell Grambling, Liam Rust, and Randy Hale. Our gold members, Cypher Primus, Darth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, KD, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, Angel Sermon, Andros Androsaur, man, I am butchering this. Astronaut Junior, not this. to be confused with Astronaut Senior. Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, Stone Cold ET, Tino Six Speed, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamman, Matthew King, Duh Over, Lord, Dewani Raksha, Drellish, Rick Davis, Black Mavericks, and Sunny. Man, as you were reading that, let me tell you what I just had. A back spasm again it's one of those things where it's like after the fact right so i walk out from shoveling and i just you know old man you stretch afterwards should have stretched before and you you hear the bad pop and you're like i'm gonna live with this for 72 hours i'm on hour 48 this sucks yeah <laughs> i want to uh, die you know very grateful my family got me a, a new computer chair it's a gaming chair they didn't realize it not the best thing in the world so this week when I get up and, you know, you do those like really big stretches. Yep. My hamstring instantly cramps because oh. <laughs> I stretch too hard and yeah. all the pressure is like on my hamstring. Oh, I hate it. I know. I know. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Again, like this new chair, I, I loved it until I literally the arm fell off. It's just like as I'm walking into the door, I just saw the floor and then the, the, the lever where you lean back. Yeah just totally like fell off so i was like you know what i got a month warranty i'm just gonna return this for another chair yeah i'm just gonna you know what i'm just gonna that's why they're there i mean it's it's wobbly as all hell so i don't know i might <laughs> die i might die on this episode y'all that said listen it's time to finally square up the news first bit of news is a bit of a doozy Okay. Tom Ivan over at VGC writes, Sea of Thieves could be released for PlayStation and Switch, it's claimed. And Kyle just bit his tongue while he was talking. Ow. Last week, the Nate the Hate podcast said Microsoft was planning to bring one of its, quote, more, mm -hmm. more acclaimed, end quote, first party games to competing platforms this year. Responding to this claim, Giant Bomb's Jeff Grubb said Rare Sea of Thieves could be set to make the jump to Sony's and Nintendo's consoles. Quote, Sea of Thieves, I'll say I've heard that 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 was one that might be coming to other platforms, he said on Monday. When I first started hearing these rumors, I was like, this is probably about Sea of Thieves because I've heard that could come to Switch and PlayStation, end quote. In his new industry newsletter, Game File, former Kotaku editor and Axios reporter Stephen Totillo also said on Monday that he'd been told by a source that Microsoft has considered bringing Sea of Thieves to PlayStation possibly for an early 2024 release. Had a bubble in my throat. The pirate-themed co-op multiplayer game released for Xbox One and PC in March 2018, when it became the first exclusive title for Microsoft to launch on Xbox Game Pass day and date with its retail release. Microsoft said in July 2020 that Sea of Thieves had been played by over 15 million people, mm -hmm. cementing its place as, quote, the most successful new IP from Xbox, Xbox this generation, end quote. 
An enhanced version of Sea of Thieves was released for Xbox Series X and S in November 2020, and Rare said in June 2022 that the game had attracted over 30 million players. Mm. Some fans on social media have also speculated that the unnamed Xbox title reportedly headed to rival platforms could be Tangled Gameworks Hi-Fi Rush, the action game that hit Microsoft's consoles first to- this time last year. Grub didn't rule this out. Quote, I don't know if this is necessarily a sign of a change in global strategy for how they approach Xbox going forward. He said, it seems like it might just be a case-by-case thing. And they're like, what's the best thing for Hi-Fi Rush? Well, it would be nice to make a little bit more money, and it would be nice to raise that franchise's profile a little bit, because I know that they really like Tangled Gameworks at Microsoft, and they are growing that studio. These things are true and have been told to me, and that came out in the wake of Hi-Fi Rush, end quote. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Now, this rumor set the discourse for the last week and a half, and it's been... I haven't seen anything. <laughs> it's been it's been pretty crazy how people have kind of just kind of put out the jump to conclusions, Matt, and just started making random leaps all over the place. Because the one thing that I really hate, especially like I think in today's like rumor culture in, in games, is like when, for example, on the Nate the Hate podcast, I never heard Nate the Hate till right now. Um, they always talk in riddles. It's like more acclaimed first party games coming out. It's like just tell us. They which think one. they're the Mad Hatter and the Arkham games. Ex- that little side quest. Exactly. And for me, it's like nobody said it was Hi Fi Rush. It could be Pentiment for all you know. Yeah. It could be something completely different from like sure. years ago. It could be Brute Force for all we know. It could be the because uh, I don't think. Yeah, uh, the Ori games aren't on, on PlayStation. Could be Ori. Uh, yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. And at the same exact time, yeah, Xbox has had a history of putting other games or letting their partners put their games on other platforms. Cuphead's a great example. Ori, as you just mentioned, a great example. But I feel like people just kind of took this story and just started running with it and seeing which direction they should run in. It just felt really odd and to see the sea of thieves connection you know shout out to my boy luke lawyer and uh captain logan over at the xbox expansion pass more so captain logan i don't mean that in the the, the funny terms because he hosts a sea of thieves podcast called keel hall podcast check it out if you love sea of thieves this is a guy that's been close to rare close to this game as anyone could be he's been there since day one with this this cast he's interviewed uh the creative director i think multiple times so like he's he's just come out going don't believe this 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 sounds all of this is bull crap <laughs> so like if someone's telling me who's like cl- the closest to this thing uh of whom i trust this is probably malarkey then i i'm one to take that side of it at the same exact time though kyle i'm gonna play a little devil's advocate because usually when there's doom and gloom in the Xbox community, Papa Phil and co come out holding hands going, don't worry, guys, everything's going to be great, right? It could be the big things like Call of Duty is going to remain on PlayStation. It's going to expand other places. It could be when Redfall scores a five out of 10 and they go on a podcast and they talk about losing the generation to lose. And it could be something as small as the CFO saying, hey, listen, 
we're thinking about putting in Game Pass even on PlayStation and Nintendo to investors. And then Phil, the day after, going, whoa, 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 guys, guys, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Xbox is still a thing, that type of stuff. And I would also just say, let's just take a look at Phil's language as well. It wasn't up until what? Last month, Phil said we have to consider PlayStation and Switch gamers as part of the Xbox ecosystem. So I kind of see both sides here. Um, I see where my my friend says, listen, I don't smell any smoke. I'm very close to this team. I haven't heard a gosh dang thing. But I could also see where, again, people are coming up with, yeah, see. see I mean, listen, Jeff Grubb isn't just going to make something to make something. Steve Tortillo isn't going to back up a claim just to back up a claim. I think Steve Tortillo I, is one of the, the best reporters we got here and has yeah. a tremendous track record. Same with Grubb. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't see them. I trust fibbing. them over a Nate the Hate. Exactly. No offense to Nate the Hate. I trust those two over that. Because their names don't rhyme. So. And also you have hate in your name. Are you trying to like <laughs> brew a little something going on? If we got know. hate in your heart, just let it out. Kyle Stevenson. I want to know where you, you fall on this. You've seen everybody yell, hoot yeah. and holler. Where, where are of, you A lot here? of blocks, a lot of mutes. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't have time for that. Fair enough. Well, what no. do you think? Do you think we're going to see a hi-fi rush in a Sea of Thieves? So, part of me says yes. Mm -hmm. More so hi-fi rush than Sea of Thieves. Why is that? Just because, and I joked about it before, and I know this, <laughs> this one will never happen. Okay. But, like, there's there has to be a playstation build of that game somewhere right like that's lost money you mm -hmm. know just on the the development side like i joked about there was a legit starfield playstation version yep. being worked on for probably a long time so i could see maybe as a way to get more money of them reviving that kind of builds mm -hmm. and bringing it over but that's like small small yeah. chance yeah. I, at the end of the day i really don't see it happening i can see a lot of more and we've seen it like with indies like more of the third party timed exclusive things come over because yeah. that happens all the time yeah. but i to have the mainstays of like this is why you play on xbox kind of thing i don't think that's gonna happen so soon right like mm -hmm. we, we record this tomorrow's the xbox developer direct right i don't think they're gonna drop that news there Right, like if this does happen, I can see maybe a, a summer thing. Um, I mean, no, I don't think it drops there. I think that's solely Xbox exclusive stuff, right? Yeah, I think like yeah. you'll see it at a, like a um a Nintendo Direct if you see Hi Fi Rush. Sure, and yeah, honestly, I see State of Play or something. Yeah, I I see it. I see Xbox partnering with Nintendo a lot. Um, I think mm -hmm. they find them as a, an important strategic partner. Um, cause I do believe that there's probably a high chance you own a Nintendo switch. You own a different, uh, console to accompany it. Right. That being said, I, I just don't know what Microsoft truly gains from putting hi-fi rush anywhere else. Um, even if it's just lost money, like I see the argument and I agree to some extent, Xbox spent 70 plus billion dollars on ABK and Bethesda put together. Right. The plan of when you're investing 
into something isn't to simply make your money back, but is to make your money back threefold, right? So if you're spending close to $80 billion, you want a big chunk of that change back and you're going to find ways of doing that. So for example, how's Xbox going to do that? Expand Call of Duty to other you know facets, to other ecosystems. Expanding into mobile is their big push. Remember Jim Ryan saying, listen, this play for ABK isn't about exclusivity. It's it's something much bigger. And I think that much bigger is mobile. So I don't know what you truly get with High Five Rush. I do understand what you get with Sea of Thieves. Because the way I see it, this is a live service game. This is probably a live service game, what, in its sixth or seventh year? What I love, by the way, I have uh, over... I think 580 hours in Sea of Thieves. I love it. Um, but like that community is probably waning a bit. It's probably a bit stagnant. And as they're working on what is their next game um, and working at Sea of Thieves, well, what if we expand that, that game out to another ecosystem to buy more life into Sea of Thieves and put more money into the team so that they could go out there and make their next game. I could see that as a possibility. I know that there are some legal loopholes or some legal barriers, but if anybody could find a way around a, something legal at this point, Xbox can do it. There has there could there <laughs> there has to be a team somewhere in the UK that could co-develop or port these games over, right? So to me, I don't think of it as the most far-fetched thing because this is the company at the end of the day this is a company that put halo on a ds just for shits and giggles this is the same company that had the master chief collection running on a ps4 then this is the same company that even had gears of war 3 playing on a playstation 3 seemingly for maybe the thrill <laughs> i'm just saying ah, let's see if we can do it so it's like, I wouldn't say this is out of the realm of possibility when you look at the track record and previous reporting on on Microsoft. D does this mean Xbox is going third party? They already are a big giant third party. They own the biggest one. So it's like, it, they're in a weird place that we're now watching them navigate, which is being a massive third party publisher, having your biggest partner now ironically be PlayStation, because ABK's biggest partner was PlayStation. Um, while also competing with them and you're seeing how they navigate. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, truthfully, it goes back to, I don't know. Cause I could see the argument I, on both sides. There's not much more substance to me just throwing this out. Yeah. But something in my brain and in my heart is just saying, I don't think the first rare game on a PlayStation is sea of thieves. Yeah. Just well, what, do you, what do you think it is? I, I I think we get like the rare replay. Oh my god, no! I, I just Giving I just that don't. Treasure trove? I mean, yeah. Uh, there's been zero rare games on a PlayStation console. Fair. I mean, I, like I, I I just don't. I, that's a really like narrow-minded, short-sighted thing. But just like I just don't like see, see it. Right. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to see it. I'm yeah. just saying I. It'd be weird. Do you uh, do you then agree with the Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves of like why own an Xbox? Because I've seen a lot of people throw that out there. Of why own it if they yeah. hop? No, I don't see that. Yeah. 
it's not There's like still plenty of, of value xbox gives you right i mean Why? game pass Over... for sure yeah yeah like i help this whole this whole console war tribalism is just tiring and exhausting and i hate it <laughs> and we also understand we host a playstation show but we don't have like yeah but we're not out here like bashing other consoles because they're taking our games <laughs> that's right we we, we applaud on playstation games the pc yeah we're not mad about it no nope. i'm totally fine granted i saw a lot of this too mlb made them do it but i'm happy the show is on xbox and, and nintendo switch yeah go play the best baseball game out there that's fine by me i don't care more people get to play like that's i think the sentiment i think a lot of people should have although there should still be some sort of value in your console ecosystem of sure. like the ip that you are getting to play only there and i think as you see that developer direct i think that's what it is it's all these games come to game yeah. pass on day one you see your you know your game pass exclusives like your hellblade 2s and your vads and whatnot and like your halos and your gears but at the same exact time i mean look at what we're what we've been going through with like layoffs after layoffs bigger games are getting so harder many. and harder to fund so it's like, can we just take off the caps for a second and realize that both PlayStation and Microsoft have a problem at hand, which is the budgets are getting so big, they need to find money. And that means maybe going outside of an ecosystem or two. Like to think that there's not going to be a possibility one day ever in the next 10, 15, 20 years that you're not going to see another PlayStation exclusive jump ship and go to a maybe even an xbox one day like a multiplayer game it makes sense so like i I, th I think i would be singing a different tune okay i think i think you as well if it would be and this feeds into the thing i don't love but i'm just, just gonna say it anyway feed the beast i i i wouldn't be totally into a playstation ip coming day and date on xbox for the first time right that that is where i want to be rewarded for playing on PlayStation. And, trust and I me, think you're the not... same thing with Xbox as right. well. Like I, I feel like that's why we choose our gaming ecosystems because right. we love the games we play on there. But if let's say a year or two goes by and then those games go to the other places. Great. Again, more people get to play them. It, it, well, for me, it's like, first off, acknowledging Xbox's strategy is different than PlayStation's. Xbox is about where Game Pass exists, right? It's not just the console. Console is a, a, a pillar, but there's other pillars out there. So it also comes down to understand the world doesn't revolve around you, you know, Xbox panel podcasts. Um, and it, there's other platforms out there that these games can exist on. So I'm thinking mobile PC, but to go back to like Concord, a, a like a multiplayer game like to me multiplayer go wherever you need the audience i'd rather a healthy game with a healthy audience than a game like i'm scared for hell divers truthfully i don't know if there's enough people that's going to support that game the way playstation's put it pushed it i don't like i want that game to succeed if that means you know at a year from now it finds it it's it's home you know somewhere else as well good but like you'll never see like a, a Last of Us or a God of War anytime soon, right? One of the big temples because it is important, and I think Xbox knows that, and that's why they've said a case by case basis. I think a lot of people thought Xbox's, you know, quote unquote domination of the marketplace would look less, um, 
for lack of better words, like homogenous, right? It look it look more tough and like what you did to Dreamcast, we're gonna do to you, and it's just not the case. That said, Ace Insane writes in, "Hey guys, hope all is well." <laughs> Tell that to my back, Ace. Uh, if you were only to pick one Xbox exclusive game or series to come to PlayStation, what would it be? I personally want to see Gears of War series. I own both a PS5 and a Series X. I've played through the Gears games uh, for the first time, thanks to Game Pass. Ooh, we still the superior uh, subservice. Don't at me. I would never. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy them. I love to earn trophies instead of achievements, God bless. And those who have never owned an Xbox get to play them. In, uh, interested to hear your choices. Gears of War 3 made me cry, dude. <laughs> you kidding me? You kidding yeah. me? The tunnel? Dom? Uh, Come on. I, I don't get those references, but I, I'll believe you. Maria? <laughs> oh, fuck me, dude. The, the, the High Santana school Joe. song? Maria, don't, Maria. Don't do that, dude. Don't do that. Not to what? her. Anybody but her. <laughs> All right? Please. Show some song. respect. Show some respect. I think to Carlos me, Santana turned out to be a bad person, but other than that. That's whatever, man. Just, <laughs> just play the guitar and wear sunglasses. <laughs> that's all I ask. Um, but, like, you know, those games High School Joe loved. That was, like, this like this is cinema. That was, like, my dude. Like, if I ever got to interview Cliffy B, I might seriously go into cardiac arrest. Like, Gears of War means so much to me. I like it. First surgery I ever had. Again, my mom gave me the Gears of War tin. Biggest regret in my life selling that to GameStop. Dumb kid. Just go get a job, Joe. Just get a goddamn job, 15 year old Joe. Um, but like playing it with my my friend Ruben co op, one of my greatest gaming memories. That said, <laughs> Kyle, getting to play Halo with a dual sense, could you imagine? Oh my god. That'd be kinda cool. That'd what kinda what cool. Xbox game would you like to see on PlayStation? Only one. I don't know. Mm. It, it, it's like because I don't have those memories. I didn't have an Xbox until recently, and even then I had to get rid of it because I wasn't working and right. I needed some money to pay bills. So it's like the world is my oyster kind of thing when it comes to picking what I would love to well, play. Well, there's ever like been one that sense. like his gun. I mean, the gears have always been like, yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Uh, I I genuinely think genuinely think one day soon we'll get to play. I think my choice, which is Sunset Overdrive, oh on PlayStation. I played a little bit of it with Game Pass uh, okay. during the pandemic. Okay. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, would love to play that game on PlayStation. Fair. Like I have it. jokey ones, but it's it's give me one like jokey would, one. Just give me one. I would love one. the Fusion Frenzy <laughs> series Damn. to come over. There you I go. I love party games, and Fusion Frenzy are like the top of the list of games I played like in college. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But yeah. Gear, Gears, I think, would be the one though. Fair. Bertos Maximus writes in. Do, what do you think the odds of seeing Game Pass and PC, or sorry? game pass on playstation has changed as always stay safe bring us the sweet sweet content how slanger for the win from your friend across the pond p.s stoked baldur's gate 3 won the game of the year platy Ooh, we i know it feels great it feels also great. i just thought of another one go for it uh a fable let me play fable Ooh, okay uh, maybe that's like the baldur's gate kind of love, it's so good dude. the high that i'm running on yeah love to play fable for the first time on playstation what do you think the odds are? 
now seeing a game pass on a on a PlayStation. I mean, you kind of swayed me months ago when you brought up that thing and, and yeah. you, you went on your infamous TED Talks, which I think we should make a make a shirt. Yeah. A bit talk. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, a bit talk. All right, when enough. you're on the stage. Here everybody, here's my slideshow. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, I I could see it because like you 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 said and other people said like Game Pass is their thing. Mm-hmm. I could totally see it. Like why wouldn't it work on a PlayStation? Mm. Sony is using the uh, is it Azure right the Azure yep. cloud servers? Yep. Like they're teaming up already. Like it's it's not like they are they haven't had talks behind the scenes. Yeah. And they like never, helping yeah. each other out in certain certain ways. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not ruling it out. I think that's. If anything, I think that is more of a surefire fire thing in the next couple of years than I think any other like singular game coming. Uh, it's in PlayStation's court, and I, I one thousand. It's similar to um, oh my god, crossplay a few right. years ago. It's in PlayStation's yeah. court to enable that, and they they don't have any. I mean, think about it. It's like what's in it for me, play, as Mister PlayStation in the room. Going like, what's in it for me if I get Game Pass? Like a cut of it? Like we have our own subscription service. Yours is obviously better. PlayStation's even admitted behind closed doors. Xbox Game Pass is better than ours because of the day and date. But like that would that would legitimately take Microsoft being out of the console race for that to happen. I would think. Also, Silkana in chat says, didn't Phil rule that out for now? I think he did. He did for now, but he also said again, think of PlayStation and Nintendo as part of the Xbox ecosystem. Come on, you know. Now, you if know? we're talking Luke Nintendo Lore, games your eyes. on my PlayStation, that's a whole different story. Give me that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely! Are you kidding me? I want. I want to see. I want to see Animal Crossing on the portal. Let's make it happen. Kyle, Bert. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Cosico writes in. Sorry, I messed your name up. Google Auto corrected it, and I don't like that. So, my apologies. Uh, ha- oh, sorry. Ooh, the platties were fabulous. Thanks for hosting such an amazing show. My question is a bit in reverse to the others uh, about Xbox exclusives coming to PlayStation. My two cents. I would love to see the complete Master Chief collection as we are starved for a great FPS. That's true. But what PlayStation exclusive would you want to share with our cousins over at Xbox? I love that. Let's call them cousins. Let's yeah. get it like the bear. Hey, cousin, you know, cousin Phil. <laughs> Are they second cousins or the first cousins? Um, in the show, they're just very close friends. No, no, I just meant like Xbox, PlayStation. Oh, no, they're just very close friends. They're just, okay. They just call each other. It's a very Italian thing. Got it, got it. Very It's Italian like the thing. uncle who's not related, but you call him. Exactly. Like my got best it. friend, her, her, one of her cousins is actually just a very good childhood friend and got like friend it. of okay. the family. Yeah. So I'm about to sneeze. Could you read the rest of it, please? What PlayStation exclusive do you want to share with our cousins over at Xbox? I'm feeling generous this morning, so I'd love to see God of War and Uncharted series, as well as Final Fantasy VII, all of them. Cheers. I th- I think I think you you mentioned one of my answers because I feel like it is one where I feel like a lot of Xbox players, not the level-headed ones, you know, the crazy ones who are making twitter hellscape and same thing with playstation players same thing on that side i would love for them to play the uncharted series 
Yeah, man, that'd be they, dope. they seem to always like to poke fun at Uncharted. Like, uh-huh. oh, it's not that great. You're lying. Right. It can't be that good. No, I want you to play it, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then come back to me. <laughs> no, I want to see Last of Us on there. I'd love oh, for them fair. to shut their f-ing mouth, cousin. Fair. <laughs> Um, you know, I would love to see Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2. Because now that yeah. you have it, and I want to see, here's the thing I really want to see. I want to see the numbers. I want to see the sales numbers. I want to oh. see, I want to see them one and two on the marketplace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shut up those dummies Just over any over-the-shoulder third-person action game <laughs> that they love to say that's all PlayStation's got. That's right. You that's know? right. And then any you take a look at 2024 and you go... Indie over the shoulder action game, you know, about over shoulder action. Yeah, that's whatever. All right, Kyle. Enough of that. It was all in good jest. We all had fun here. And at the end of the day, I don't really buy it, but like, I'd be happy to see it because again, I'm legitimately, I'm not like one of those people because I am afraid of saying like, I'm I'm a big fan of this game. Not being like a huge Xbox guy, people go, of course it's random, but like, check out my my achievements. For Sea of Thieves, they speak for themselves. Literally close to 600. That was my pandemic game. So, like, I would love to see it on PlayStation and some, yeah. some trophies. I would love Never to get, get trophies for some Xbox games. You kidding yeah. me? I would love that. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Also, in addition to Abby yapping in the background, uh, yeah. Little Man Owen is apparently running a marathon upstairs. <laughs> so, on, if, you, if you hear banging on my end, there you go. That's right. I don't hear a gosh dang thing. Can you hear Abby in the back? No, I can't. Okay. But, uh, but I, I can see I can. my Discord window light up whenever he's running right above my head. Fair so enough. Just Fair throwing enough. it out there. Uh, the next bit of news that need, we need to square up comes from Zermina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. And Zermina writes, Ubisoft, this comes from Ubisoft, players need to be comfortable not owning games for subscriptions to grow. Ubisoft's director of game subscriptions, Philip Tremblay, has said that players need to become comfortable not owning their games in order for subscription services like PS Plus and Game Pass to grow. Game ownership and preservation have both been hot-button topics in the games industry, with companies vying for a slice of the subscription services market. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz amid a revamp of the Ubisoft Plus subscription service, Tremblay said that gamers are still used to owning their games and haven't transitioned to subscriptions as quickly as consumers of other forms of entertainment. Tremblay says that this shift, quote, needs to happen, end quote, in order for subscription services to, to grow. Quote, that's a transformation that's been a bit slower to happen in games, Tremblay explained, adding that gamers should be assured that they won't lose their game progress and their time investment isn't in vain if they don't own a game. You don't lose what you've built in the game or your engagement with the game, he continued. So it's about feeling comfortable with not owning your game, end quote. Game companies have thus far been reluctant in addressing game ownership, particularly with reference to subscriptions. So Tremblay's candidness has ended up ruffling some feathers. Ooh, Kyle, why do I get a sense that something bad's about to happen? <laughs> I hate everything about this. <laughs> you can say what a Tremblay opinion, right? get it because it sounds like terrible I, sure I, I hate i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i really thought that was gonna be get at least a laugh uh ghetto berry writes hey guys 
Hope you're both doing well. <laughs> oh boy. Again, talk to my back. I just sneezed earlier and I saw God. Um, you both did a fantastic with the platies. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thoroughly enjoyed it and a job well done. My question this week echoes what I've brought up similarly last year. Uh, Game UK has announced that they are no longer accepting trade-ins as of next month. After selling their last batch, you will no longer be able to buy secondhand games from their stores. And you can't bring your old console for money off your new console. This was expected in the long run. But do you think this is happening too soon? Or do you think time is now, uh, sorry, time is now for pre-owned games to become a thing of the past? I see more secondhand games appearing more at uh, car boots and while at CEX shop, computer exchange, get your mind out of the gutter. I mean, I, oh, because it sounds like sex. Okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> now it's in the gutter. Uh, does still take old games um it was nice to clear the games off my shelves and get points from a uh, game uk much love you guys stay warm in this brisk winter season man i'm Appreciate trying it. i'm trying um kyle i bring Joe? up this question here yeah because i do feel like something bad's about to happen man yeah uh <sighs> I so I don't I, want everything. Here's the thing. I, and it's going to sound like yeah. anti-game pass stuff. I don't I really don't care if it does. I'm tired of subscription services. Yeah. I'm tired of paying into HBO Max for one goddamn show. I'm yeah. tired of like seeing Disney Plus raise their prices. And, like everybody's mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah. And I'm sick of like we're going to enter we're we're entering into these scary waters where it's like do we not think what can happen in game or, or, or what has happened in, in TV and, and, and other media is going to happen here. Cause it absolutely has Spotify has killed the album. Like effectively, you know, seeing artists as well complain about the revenue share that they get, you know, seeing, seeing TV producers, seeing actors and, and, and behind the screen talent have to fight to scrape by in, in order, and while, you know, Bob Iger gets a $30 million bonus, like it just seems all, it just seems all sorts of f***ed. Seeing, you know, movies and content being taken away forever and not even having that option. Yeah. How dare you, HBO? How how dare you? Whoever's in, the CEO, I forget his name. It starts with a yeah. Z, but it's the Z's silent for dumb, dumb idiot. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, this sucks. And no, I like... Yeah. I draw the line for me, Kyle. I draw the line at PlayStation Plus and Game Pass, and I, and I'm gonna be real with you because I'm a PlayStation gamer. Once Game Pass laps, I'm probably gonna say goodbye to that too. Right? I'll probably be like a once every month. It just re up when the when the game comes out. Exactly. That you want to play. Yeah. Exactly. So like for me, I I this is a scary approach, and it's I'm equally sad seeing the storefronts that we love slowly fade. Yeah, and, and, and like, I'll add I'm as sorry. much as I can, but you you definitely did say, you expressed my same feelings, where, <laughs> like, HBO, yeah, they just take off, like, shows from, I believe, like, Cartoon Network that had, like, one or yeah. two seasons, and then they're gone forever, and you can't find them anywhere else unless somebody ripped it and has it on YouTube somewhere. Like, that's the only way to experience it, and, and I hate that that has been the norm for a while now. 
And yeah. I, I bring it up as an example just because it's one that I didn't mind because I own it physically. But like when Netflix was going to take the office down, take it away. And everyone's like, no, you can't take it away because that's like been my thing. And then to just switch that over to Peacock, it's just another price, another service, another yeah. charge. And they make it so cheap at the beginning to get you in it until you realize you can't live without that thing. And then they keep raising it. And I get it. That's capitalism. That's what people are going to do to make. But money. I don't have to like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't have to like it. And yeah. I, I and I totally understand where I, I still kind of, I believe, said it in chat er, earlier where, yeah, me owning a disc doesn't mean I own the game because it is just unlocking a key. You said it too yeah. as well. I don't like that either. I, I it just and to to the game UK taking away trading things that sucks for like the families that want to afford games on a budget. Yeah, and like secondhand games are vital for those families. I think we now as adults with our own disposable disposable income and we can spend it however we like. We have that privilege. A lot of families, a lot of kids, a lot of other adults don't have that yeah. and and need to trade in games to afford things like we did. Yeah. Like that needs to be a thing for people who want to play this very expensive hobby. It's yeah. not cheap. And, and that they're just taking it away just because they don't see the value in it or they want to push these digital codes where like, yeah, the games can be just taken off instantly it's I, just like you press the delete button and they're yeah. gone i mean shout I out to so can it saying it again in the chat like i'm more concerned about game preservation than my own ownership ship of games it's like it's true it's like what happens when i don't know the sales of a game don't do well or the you know this yeah. you know the the you know quote-unquote audience isn't there anymore they just rip the game off the the, mm -hmm. the digital store shelf or we've been seeing that too you know yeah. so like I am very concerned about where we're headed as an industry because I think uh, it's it's concerning. And I, I'm usually try, I always usually try to be the more optimistic part, right? Uh, but or the optimistic person in these types of conversations. But this is concerning, and I'm not going to subscribe to Ubisoft Plus. You no, got to be high and out of your mind. I'm not going to do it. All all it takes is for one board member one singular board member to bring up this idea where like you know we could save some money if we don't have this game on our servers yeah we gotta and cut then, the budget somewhere exactly so let's you know decrease the games that we are hosting for people to buy however it works i don't know but but then like the let's flip the switch then they're gone yeah we saw it with telltale when that went down some of those games were taken off the store yeah we see it with the ps vita store going bye-bye like all these games, unless you bought them all, which would be insanely expensive, are so hard to be accessed. Yeah. Which which brings into like another argument, which is why I like remasters and remakes of old things. Allow them to be able to be played on this new generation of games because it's so expensive to get them. Yeah. The older games. Those games go up in value. A hundred dollars. Uh, this was a question at Paxi's last year for the video game trivia hosted by our friend Jacob McCourt while I was on there. Mm -hmm. He showed a picture of Little Nicky, the Game Boy game of Little Nicky, the movie <laughs> game. 
Guess okay. how much that game is. Hundred dollars selling for. Complete in box like six hundred fifty bucks. Jesus Christ. Like it's uh, granted that is a rare case, but a lot of those older games are so expensive, and you can only play them if you have the original cart version, right? Or the original disc. I hate that. That is a game preservation thing where I wish these big studios have that kind of talk within and be like, this is our ecosystem. Let's have all the games or as many as possible be able to be played by anybody. Yeah. Cause it's like a, it's a history thing. Yeah. I don't want to be 80 years old and, and, and be like, Hey, you remember this game? Oh, I've never heard of it. Yeah. And me not being able to show them. Right. And I think we already have such a bad, I mean, we're already so bad at it to begin with. And so to again yeah. to have someone some boardroom guy who doesn't know don't doesn't know me at all right go ah people gotta 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 normalize not owning their stuff and, while and, while trying to yeah. preach NFTs or digital ownership it's like it's and, just and also all. like hey by the way you know it's don't all. pirate our games yeah well I'm sorry how else am I going to play it if it's nowhere else yeah I can't afford it because you're shutting down all secondhand games sucks. Spoiler alert, a lot of people pirate games. It's a thing. I did in my youth. I'm oh, not afraid. Statue limitations are up. Okay. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's been years. Yeah. Decades. But I I did it because I wanted to play the game. I think I I think it was like StarCraft on PC cop, back cop, when I was cop. younger. Blizzard. Joe, Blizzard. it's been 20 years. <laughs> no, I don't know law, Kyle. I don't know law. Just... I'm pretty sure it's like eight or 11 years. No. It's fine. Come after me. I, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, so like, uh, no, I, I agree with you. And I think, again, like the pirating scene, a lot of their cause is just like, listen, these companies don't give a shit. Might as well create a market for ourselves where the price is literally just how much do you want to pay? And sometimes it's just no prices here. Yeah, listen. They're they're starting to make an argument for it. You know these these big CEOs, not us, them. That's it, Kyle. Let's talk about listen. Let's talk about something fun. All right. Let's let's. Oof. Listen, that was tense. I want to I want to unwind. I want to unwind. God knows my back. Let's unwind. <laughs> Take it away. Kyle. Uh, we learned this like immediately after the platies last week. Yes. Yes. Like, as soon as we're done recording, we saw this uh, come up on the good old Twitter. Sammy Barker over at Push Square writes, upgraded PS5 controller with hugely improved battery life spotted. An improved upgraded version of the PS5's excellent DualSense controller appears to have been leaked on Best Buy Canada's website. The listing for the product titled PS5 version 2 DualSense wireless controller promises the same features and functionality as the existing version, but also touts, quote, an exceptional 12-hour battery life, end quote. Mm. The current version of the pad lasts around three to six hours on a single charge, depending on the game you're playing. The product listing also mentions that the DualSense charging station is included for an easy, quote-unquote, click-in charging, and fans have also noticed that the dimensions of the packaging may be smaller than the existing device. Obviously, this will make logistics more manageable for Sony, but doesn't really mean much for the end consumer. The controller has an $89.99 Canadian dollar fee attached, which is the same price as the current non-colored versions of the peripheral, suggesting the improvements outlined above won't incur an increased cost. Obviously, we'll check with Sony to try and learn more about this upgraded pad, assuming it's not an erroneous listing by Best Buy Canada in the first place. Ooh-wee. Now, here's the thing. They changed... They, they... <laughs> 
they totally changed the URL. Um, so this seems like, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, but I would also like to add that, um, what is it? Eight eighty nine ninety nine. That is also the normal. What is it? Sixty four dollars that a a console or sorry a yeah game a controller is worth. Dual yeah. Sense. Mm-hmm. So that said, Kyle, what do you what do you take of this news? Are we finally are we finally gonna like get a controller with decent battery life as a PlayStation fan? Does that excite you in the slightest? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually I'm in the rare cases where it doesn't I don't notice it hindering my gameplay sessions. Mm-hmm. Like the, I will say though, the other day I was like, oh, let me use my pink one. I haven't <laughs> used it in the rotation a little bit. I turned it on, it lasted maybe an hour. I'm like, oh, this is uh Sonnet's last legs. Yeah. Uh that but that was like the the first time in a very long time I've noticed like decreased battery life i've had issues with like my ragnarok controller which is permanently in the case oh that has a stick drift so i can't use it yeah stick drift is the devil's work i i don't really notice the battery thing but for 12 hours that's great that's great for not like a not them touting like this is a dual sense plus and charging an extra five ten bucks i do like that idea a whole lot that said if you feel risky enough you could upgrade it yourself for the same price like for like 15 bucks you could find a battery that will give you that 12 hour battery sure or as uh many of us have done i'm not naming names but it runs rhymes with mo get a new controller and then just return the old one in the box i would never do that. oh, oh uh, yeah i know a guy <laughs> Mo that's done that too yeah 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 didn't yeah. didn't goes, do it this goes, controller goes by uh 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 mr lad lit <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i mean i own so many controllers that like i rotate them out regularly so i don't notice it and most yeah. of the time i have it plugged into my playstation as well Sure. okay so like you know for i i see the most with the um with the edge because after after a night with the boys carrying them through whatever game they need to be carried in um I I do need to recharge. That battery's horrendous. Four to four ish hours is bad, and you should feel bad. PlayStation. Also, the one thing that I would really like, and I I want to know your question or, or your comment here, for like um the best minor upgrade is actually on the software side, Kyle. Instead of showing three bricks, I want it to show me four. So I know really oh, when sure. my controller's on the last leg, when I have okay. just twenty five percent left. Show me that. Don't just show me three or, bars and or, then flashy and then. Or just give us the option to show a percentage number. Yes. Be like, how much, how, because I've had a controller that's been flashing for a long time. Oh, really? And I, I, I feel a little frisky and like, <laughs> let me see how long I can last on this controller before it just straight up quits out. No, I can't do that. That scares the <laughs> shit out of me. So like, yeah, I, I like this. What What would be your like? little upgrade that you'd like to see from the controller is it just the battery life on the controller um i guess okay i i i'm pretty happy with the dual sense i don't this? how about this how about what stick drift let's eliminate it there, wasn't there like sure. a class action lawsuit on the nintendo end on the joy con yeah bring it over here boys like i'll feel a real litigious because i've had it once and i'm like never again um stick drift sucks and it's dumb because it's not like the way you've been handling the controller it's just sometimes it comes out of the box just like 
how one of my controllers came out of the box within, you know, a day of play. It's it's getting the weird stick drift. It sucks. So, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. That said, Kyle, hey, guess what? CES was also last week. And here's sure was. some quick bullet points of what was there. Speaking of stick drift, your dual sense can now have stick drift on the road, as we've seen uh, Sony and Honda's terrifying Afleta, I think is what they call. I don't called. care. Bad idea. Why? Why? <laughs> Did you also see that they showed like the whole dashboard just being Fortnite? Awesome. No, it's not. Why? How's that bad, dude? Joe, we are living closer and closer to being in the real life idiocracy of the movie people are going to be playing games while driving around and that's going to be dangerous jokes on you i've never seen idiocracy you know what i have seen oh boy minority report remember they go into a pod is it that or uh, or irobot one of them goes into a goddamn minority report yeah they go into a little pod and they go whoop and they go to work that way and they go out of work and guess what they're computer they're controlling the computer with their hands Remember the Connect Connect Fifty. That's what we're talking about here, Kyle. You're doing all sorts of motions. It's rad, dude. You're seeing people's minds and crimes they may commit. We we Ooh. just talked. <laughs> we just talked about the battery life. Right. You're right. <laughs> what happens if you didn't charge the dual sense? Then all of a sudden in the dashboard you get that blinking. Uh oh, battery low. Well, then, and you're in the middle of the highway. Well, then what's you- gonna happen? You get into your little transformer, or not even transformer. Remember, have you ever seen the movie The Dark Knight? Yeah. And like Batman, like the the Batmobile gets real messed up. Turns into a a, a motorcycle. It, well, he goes and he shoots out, and it's a motorcycle. Wow, it's like I'm in the theater. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hit me!" And then he's like, oh, I don't want- "Come on, remember? you know that stuff that happened." Remember? So, yeah. <laughs> where is he? <laughs> where is he? Rachel, like all that stuff. I want it. Uh, gravity Swear rush. To me. <laughs> <laughs> gravity rush movie concept art and footage shown. Some people took this way too literal, man. They just started um, shooting the the gravity rush movie. We saw storyboards they're not even shooting it they're 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 making the engine for this as you didn't speak. even know it was going to be a thing honestly or forgot about it yeah. completely yeah uh cool i let's you know i'll wait for to the yeah. finished product sure that's it horizon and god of war scripts are being written as we speak Ooh-wee. years away years away years away i want to say what 2026 oh i think we'll i think we'll get the cast by the end of this year Cash, sure, but we're not seeing it until you're see- you're seeing it worked on by 2025. Yeah, we're- being worked on, yeah. but when are we going to watch it? Oh yeah, 2026. So depending yeah, on how right? this year goes, I don't think we may even be around for 2026. Let's be real, right? Yeah. Looking pretty yeah, yeah. bleak. That said, hey Kyle, talk about weird things. A weird Patapon remake may be in the works. It looks like. Here's the thing, though, Kyle. It lacks all the charisma and charm and art from the original Patapon. Yeah. It's yeah. weird CG looking 3D. It's it's weird. It's a it's a weird descripting word. It looks too commercialized. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It does have that weird funky charm. 
as the 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 PSP yeah. original game. I, I'm just honestly, I'm mm-hmm. more excited about uh, blanking Ratatan? on the game. Yeah, the the, the original Patapom cre- yeah. creators. Very weird that Patapon's being remade, not by the same team, and it looks yeah. like a wildly different ish game. You know. All right, now it's, it's time cool for some... that they remembered it though. I guess I would have liked. Like they remember the IP, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, they don't remember Japan Studio. All right, Kyle. It's time for some flash news. Gotta run. Gotta go fast. Oh, my goodness. Helldivers 2 PS5 PC crossplay confirmed. Thought this was just a thing that was a given, but all right. Crossplay confirmed. We saw a new trailer for the game. Looks mm-hmm. fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I want to see what a match looks like now. Sure. Show me how a match looks like or hey, what uh, it looks hey, like. Hey, PlayStation. State of play would look be really really cool right about now. Yeah, you know, I think it gets announced next week, and yeah. I think we got to get our expectations in check. Expectations in check for sure. Just show me more of Helldivers. Yeah, do a little bit on Suez Fan Squad if you want. Sure, and maybe Rise of Ronin. Right. I mean, Final and Fantasy is a given. But and like, sure, yeah, but like, don't I? I'm not expecting the world. Yeah. In January. Some people are like, oh, I want to see like Uncharted Five. It's like. No. no, 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 no. This is no, like no, no. they're talking to their partners. This is like a, a very much a third party, maybe some indie stuff there. Like expectations are in check. The showcase is when we see the big stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Just remember that. I feel like we often forget and we're like, we want to see mm. God, <laughs> you know, and we get disappointed when it's just a you know, disembodied. Place. I don't want to go to Chili's every time I want to see God, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Kyle. This one you just added in. So let's see. The FF7. Uh, there's a new FF7 Rebirth trailer. It's talking about seeing God. Uh, the adrenaline spiked. Yeah. That music goes so hard. So hard. So hard. And that trailer goes so hard. Bro, I have no connection. Remember this. No real connection with Final Fantasy VII. You no know nostalgia. nothing. You actually, you don't even know anything outside Midgar. Nope. And I'm hyped as shit. This trailer didn't need to go as hard as it did. And it looks like you don't need Cloud in your party. Which they did talk about previously. Where in the open world, you can choose... um, Your party? You can make your own grouping. And switch on the fly. Because they're all running around with you. Yeah. So you can just hit R1 and switch to the other party and have three separate people depending on what the enemy type is, which cool. I really, really love. Yeah, I can't um, wait, man. This looks great. I, uh, I don't know why he's screaming Tifa. I don't remember why Tifa's in trouble in the OG game. Uh, I'm very, very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. But, uh, man, that game, every single time I see that game, it's nothing but magic. Yeah. I can't wait. They don't miss, man. They I don't. took off like four days of work. <laughs> oh, I trust me. I got a day saved up. So yeah. I'll be right and there with you. it comes out on Leap Day. That's right. It's wild. It's wild. Oh, what are the chances? Hey, Kyle, listen. Let's just let's just hit R1 real fast. Let's enter the me- yeah. media tab. You ready let's for go. this? I'm ready. Last of Us Season 2 cash revealed for the most part. These are the major mm-hmm. ones. Um, mm-hmm. Isabella Merced uh, as Dina, respectfully. She very pretty. Uh, Isabella is starred as in a number of films in the recent years, uh, including uh, Rosaline, 
alongside Denver, which is going to be Abby. Her other film credits her, uh, her in the role of the live-action Dora the Explorer in Not the a Lost movie. City of Gold. It's a fun time. All right. All right. It look, I've seen some clips. It looks hilarious. and like it's completely self-aware. As well as Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg. Where am I? Where am I doing here? Uh, in Rose Byrne, also respectfully. The Father of the Bride remake at Max. And Sicario, Day of the Soldado. And Transformers, The Last Night. Let's not. We can. I, I have a lot of moving movie shame piles or, or shame history. Yeah. The Sicario movies are very high on that list. Same. I heard the first one's like spectacular. I, yeah, I need I need to watch those. I have them. They're on the shelf. <laughs> it's one of those cases. I got them on sale. They're there. Listen, I'm not going to make gonna fun of you them. anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Except for the you Meg don't 2. Think. Can we have a community watch night and we'll just watch it together? Uh, no, I will not watch the Meg. How dare you? It's going to be I will good not time. support Did that. you watch the first one? No. Jason Statham fighting a Stop. prehistoric shark. Stop. Rain Wilson's in it. Come on. <laughs> Stop. Uh, young Mazzino as Jesse timed uh, timed to announce the Mason Druckmann shared in a statement published by Variety. And this is where I got this excerpt. Young is one of those rare actors who immediately undeniable. Sorry, is undeniable the moment you see him. We're so lucky to have him, and we can't wait for the audience to see Young shine in our show. He was in Beef, and that show's great, and he was great in Beef. So take that, America. Two for two in my eyes. Caitlin Denver as Abby. Caitlin Denver. Uh, It's Dever, by the way. Oh, Dever. Sorry. Uh, Look at me. My ADD kicks in, you know, no worries. Um, is known for a variety of sorry, various roles. The likes of Unbelievable, Dope Sick and Book Smart. This Book smart. Great movie. People should it? watch it. Right. It's really good. Uh, this won't be the first time Dever is involved in the project from this studio. She also voiced blank in Uncharted for A Thief's End. So there was clearly already a relationship there. Everybody's talking about Abby and Caitlin. Um, yeah. See, some people are upset because she don't look like Abby. <laughs> and if memory serves, I, I I I saw on Twitter that she was also up for the role of Ellie. Ellie, yeah, yeah. Uh, she looks like Ellie. Yeah. And why why pick her as Abby then? If she looks like uh, I I I still say this is three for three. Caitlin is incredibly talented. Yeah. I have no doubt that she's going to crush it as Abby. I. I do. I am on the side of I wish they did pick like a bigger person in mm-hmm. the role. Sure. Just for just for like representation. Uh, just get a, just get a big just like a, a know, beefy muscular woman in the role. Like I'm totally fine with that. Not saying Caitlyn probably is not going to bulk up for it. It'd be weird Kyle if Caitlyn shows up. Hi. What? You lagged out for a second on my end. You're good oh, now. Sorry. Um. It would be a little weird for the first scenes of uh, of Caitlyn as Abby as uh, small and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Refined. Uh, yeah, Oscar? refined as like Ellie, mm. like not as beefed up as Ellie. Like there is there is a contrast to the two characters, right? And, the, and that so contrast if they look is similar. Important. It'd be a little weird. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So. I, think, I have no doubt she's going to the gym. She's going to put on. Exactly. Milk. It's going to be fine. I think people are, as always, overreacting um, to like, she's not ripped. It's like, 
there's something called personal trainers. I yeah. don't know what to tell she you. She can become ripped. Yeah, and, I, and like, listen, I don't even agree with. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. This is where I disagree with you, Kyle. It's like the best actor for the role. That's that's what like. Sure. Remember. Sure. Like Joel don't look like Pedro. Bella don't look too much like Ellie. Yeah. Outside no, I totally of the show. Get that. And then they embody the performances, and that's how you remember them. So like, now it's like, oh yeah, dude, Bella is Ellie. Joel is, you know, see, look, Pedro is Joel. So it's like, to me, I think yeah. Caitlin, from what I understand and what I hear of her acting capabilities, is like they're very lucky to have her. Mm-hmm. I just really hope they got all the security in the world for this girl there. Sure. I, you know? I, j- just to play devil's advocate, and we don't have to spend too long on it, okay. I do wish there was a little bit more of body type variety in media. And to have that be represented in such a big mainstream thing would be great. But I'm with you. If the actor is is perfect for the role, totally fine. But I just do wish there was some sort of not everyone is like, you know, the Hollywood standard the way they, they physically look. You know what Isn't I mean? she lovely? <laughs> um, yeah, I get it. Sure. I mean, I've, I, I I know it's contentious. I know you know. Oh, whatever, how dare but... you! I'm gonna pull my cigar and like stand like Andrew Tate and like yell at you. No, I um, yeah, I think like there's a lot of variety already. I don't know. I don't have much like I see a lot of it in like Star Wars. Like uh, Appa from uh, Kim's Convenience is one of the X-wing pilots. He's not shredded. And then no, at, at, at I get the same that, exact but when time, it comes to the character. You know, eh. <laughs> I could be I could be wrong on this. I'm fine but with being wrong. I just I feel like totally like fine. she's gonna get ripped like Abby, or she's no, gonna. No, I, I get that. Know. I get that. You know, so that's just how I feel. I don't know. How dare you have a second opinion? Uh, Katie writes in. All the casting news for season two of The Last of Us is awesome to see. Looking forward to see those actors make these characters their own. Speaking of the casting, this brings me to my question. If you could cast any actor slash actress in any video game adaptation, quote, the ones that are in the works or the ones you just want to see happen, who would you like to see cast and what would you cast them in and why? As always, much love. I'm still making my way through the Platties episode and so far, it's brilliant stuff. You should be very proud, thank you, of what you accomplished. Love y'all. Love you too, Katie. Um, This is where I'm very strange because like, it goes back to the conversation we were just having a second there and I wasn't smart enough to give you a real good retort. It's kind of like, Remember when Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker and everybody yelled about Heath Ledger being the Joker? It's yeah. like, he's not the Joker. UK, he's in, I don't know, he's in the Patriot. That's how I know him. It's like, he's like, he's not the Joker. And then he comes in and he gives you- an, not, He's too pretty to be the Joker. And he comes in and he gives you one of the best yeah. performances an actor's it. ever portrayed. So like when I see people go like, oh, this person doesn't look like this person. Just show me. So like I don't have a good answer here because- for me, I not to say I'm anti fan cast, but I know I'm gonna get it wrong. So like for me, it's like I would just love to see Christopher Judge's Kratos, because he's Kratos to me. Yes, and that would be like the only one I have. Granted, I don't think that's gonna happen, which makes me sad. Yeah, but I do, I do wish he was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's got the right stature and everything. Oh yeah, Boy. he can totally pull off Kratos. Yeah. Um, in live action but again yeah. like i think 
that role is going to be very physically demanding for him. And y'all got to understand how, when you're getting up there in age, right? Like how much harder it gets to keep that body type. Sure. And so that's, that's the one thing it's like, you probably need someone in maybe their late forties to maybe pull that off. Cause I, I remember, um, Oh my God, the guy that plays Drax. Why am I blanking on his name? Batista. Batista. Hopefully hall of famer this year. Yeah. He like, he's just like, I can't keep this body for much longer. Like it's just yeah, I get impossible. It. So yeah. that's my only thing is like, is he going to be unfortunately aged out by the time this thing comes? He's already suffered an injury. So I don't know, but yeah, that's what I yeah. like to see. Uh, my answer for this one, mm-hmm. I immediately go to one character. Okay. Is who's going to be Aloy? Oh man. Um, so I, I have, I have three, three go people. For it. Go for it. I think the obvious one that yeah. I would love to see, cause I, and, she played a similar thing on Game of Thrones. Give me Rose Leslie. Ooh. Who played Egret, I believe. Okay. Uh, the love interest of Jon Snow. Uh, the Wildlings, I think. Right, right. I think she would crush it as Aloy. Yeah. Um, also, wouldn't mind Karen Gillan being Aloy mm. either. Um, she would be really fun. But I think the one that I would truly love to see uh, as like two worlds crossing over. Give me Bonnie Wright okay. as Aloy. Do you know who Bonnie Wright is? No. She played. Why am I blanking on her name? I'm going to get it right now. Uh, The Weasley sister in (gasps) Harry Potter. Yes. I love her. Why am I blanking on her name? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let me see. Famous English. It's Ron, Fred, George. She marries Harry Potter at the end. Whoa. Spoilers. 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 Why am I blanking on the name? Harry Potter. uh, Character. (sighs) Ginny. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Jenny. Which I it shouldn't she have would, been. I think she would. Yeah. yeah. I think he had like a love interest in the other movie. She, I don't know. I don't, oh, I Cho don't, Chang? Yeah. I, I also don't. I don't agree. He should have. He should have ended up with Hermione. No. But I mean, listen, Harry's my boy. Sure. So. But yeah, him. I think Bonnie Wright would be a very cool alien okay. choice as well. I got two. I got two. Okay. Ready? As I say, I'm so bad at this. Uh, the first one is Aaron Kellyman. Um, she was the bad guy in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. She was also in Solo. Oh, Willow. hell yes. Yep. Yeah. The Green Knight. She's a fantastic actress. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she's got she's got the curly red hair, which if you look at the concept art, that's what Aloy originally had. So that would be really cool. Uh, and then uh, Sophia Lilla, uh, Lillis, who is from It and Dungeons yep. and Dragons. She's Strange a terrific Prince. No, no, that's oh, true. You're no, thinking no, no. of. Um, I'm thinking the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, young redheaded actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's a tremendous actor, and like even like you watch a Stranger Things, you're like these kids are these kids are good. Like they're very good. They're they're goddamn stellar. But like yeah, Sophia, she's she was fantastic oh. in it. Also, uh, watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it's legitimately a ton of fun. You I don't, don't need to know or be a fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. It is a fun time. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Last bit of flash news: Until Dawn, a video game movie in the works from David F. Sandberg and Gary Duberman. Uh, this is an exclusive from the Hollywood Reporter. Filmmaker David S. Sandberg uh, has spent several past years in the land of superheroes, is now finally returning to the, his horror roots. The Shazam Helmer has signed a deal 
to direct Until Dawn, an adaptation of the PlayStation horror video game made by uh, Screen Gems and PlayStation Productions. All three units fall under the Sony corporate umbrella. Gary Duberman, the screenwriter behind the hit horror franchises Annabelle, the Numb, is, sorry, Nun, is doing a pass on the script originally written by Blair Butler, who previously wrote va- uh, Sony's vampire thriller, The Invitation. Dope. This is like, yeah. this. Honestly, uh, all this gels like this would be an Until Dawn movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. This, this seems also, like it's a good fit. You could totally get the same actors. <laughs> yeah. What's Rose Byrne hey. up to? You know? oh, oh, you mean like yeah. in the in the game itself? Yeah, in the game, yeah. Rami Malek. Let's get, get Rami Malek back. Get Hayden Panettiere in there. Yes. Maybe they maybe they don't play like the teens. No. But get him in the movie. Yeah, let's go. I, I think like that'd that. be great. I love Until Dawn. I've been thinking about replaying it recently because yeah. it's been a very long time. Yeah. Such a great game. I love that so much. Please play Until Dawn if go. you haven't. It's a good time. Hey, Kyle, this is a little bit of a Rise of Ronin hype check. Sony is giving out free Rise of Ronin PS and avatars ahead of the game's release. Uh, In March, the avatars represent six of the game's characters, and it could be claimed via the PlayStation Store. I'm hyped. Let's go. I'm not there yet. Okay, fine. I'm going to play it. It's just the hype isn't. It's not up there yet, and I don't know what it needs to do. Maybe, maybe a dedicated state of play spot on this state of play or something. Oh, Sony, like, give me more week, than I just guess. a trailer. Show me how the game plays, like the yeah. mechanics and whatnot. That's kind of what I need right now. Yeah, I think. Listen, I think in the next two weeks we will see a state of play. No inside source, no leak here. All right, not Mister Sony coming up we for me know to clarify. Nothing. We know nothing. In I just real got life a hunch. And in video games, we know nothing. <laughs> exactly. I just got a hunch. Okay. No one's telling me jack squat. Uh, Hope as Elden Ring uh, Steam DLC backend is updated for the first time since launch. Kyle, are we seeing Elden Ring DLC in 2024, the year of our Lord? God knows I'll need it. Yes. God bless your fantasy critic league, sir. I'm not, I listen, listen. God listen. bless you, sir. I am not worried. It, the season just started. You don't have a, such a leg up on me as you think you do. Really? Just saying. You think so? Kyle's do. down uh, 56 points, by the way, as of recording. That's, I don't have any games out yet. <laughs> He's down 56 points. Could be 60 That's in a matter of totally hours. fine. It's totally mm. fine. Cool beans. He's not I ain't sweating it. No. Okay. That counter pick. You forget well. that we have a super drop that I can drop one of those games. Okay. All right. Okay. Good luck. Um, what you been playing, Kyle? By Listen. the way, uh, your clown makeup arrives uh, on Friday. Oh, does it really? Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll do that for the state of play. I'll be in my <laughs> Joker attire, you know? My father was a drinker and a fiend, you know? Start off like that. Hey, like that. Pretty good. All right, good. Kyle, what you been playing? Uh, before we get into the big thing that we can finally talk about, yeah. Um, I platted Crisis Core. You did. How was it, dude? Uh, the platinum grind was awful. I hated every second of it. Why is that? Uh, so if you're not familiar with Crisis Core, a, a game I've never played, 
I didn't play okay. it on PSP. This is my first time playing it. I'm happy they did because it is my gap in my Final Fantasy VII knowledge. Okay. Um, I feel like the story is just okay. A lot of really cool fan service things that I really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, every everyone in that game, outside of Zack, everyone is like from a different planet <laughs> it's so, one of like the main villain is just speaking in play soliloquies the whole time mm, okay. i'm like dude what are we doing <laughs> what are we doing it is cool seeing sephiroth before he goes evil i mean right. it this is a prequel to bad. f7 he does break bad he goes into crystal meth it's wild whoa um, <laughs> we gotta cook <laughs> cloud I, we gotta cook <laughs> I think the gameplay itself is fun. Yeah. It is actiony, which is great. I hate the leveling up system because if you're unfamiliar with the combat, every single battle you're in, there's like spinning reels. They call mm-hmm. it the DMW. I forgot what it means. But in the DMW are a bunch of other characters' faces. Mm. And if you get three, then you get to do an ultimate attack from them. Okay. But in order to level up Zach, there are also numbers on there. And the only way to level up Zach is if you get three sevens. It's the only way. There's no experience points. There's nothing. What? So it's wild. And you can only level up materia, I think, if you get two sixes or something like that. Or three sixes or, or something similar. And that, to me, I hated it. There's, like, no progression. Mm. whatsoever a lot of the mini games this is just a trophy thing but like a lot of the mini games that you need to do there's like oh you have to do seven combat encounters go to leave and then it will trigger and then instead of having to redo the mini game in case you fail you have to then leave the area come back and do another seven combat encounters to then restart the mini game i'm like what this is so dumb <laughs> this is so dumb yeah. and and also having to see um sometimes when you get three characters on the on the reel you'll get like a little story flashback of zach with that character okay which are great but a trophy is tied to see every scene from everybody Mm -hmm. and you can roll three of the same character and see the same scene six times before you get a new one there's no way in being like of keeping track of which ones you saw yeah it's it's why it's a it's a bad trophy list. This All will right. not be showing up on the platies anytime soon. Fair enough. Uh, but it is it is cool to know a little bit more about Zach. Know that he may or may not be coming in in the new games. Don't spoil um, it for me, Kyle. He was in the trailer. We just shouted out. So there is oh, a okay. scene of Zach in the trailer. <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> but like it, it's 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 cool that I can now unlock that memory kind of thing yeah or knowledge i mean all right kyle i want to talk about a game i've been playing yeah i've been playing prince of persia the lost crown Ooh. and i truthfully don't know where to begin so kyle yes you have a question so please start me off because i have so many thoughts uh two questions one do you want to talk about the other thing before this and end on prince of persia or do you want to end on the other thing now let's end, let's let's end on the other thing. Okay. Second question. Yeah. What is your history with Prince of Persia? None. I grew up playing it on PS2. I played the PS3 one. Actually, really enjoy it. Yeah. 
So you have zero history with Prince of Persia. Zip. Awesome. I don't even know the main protagonist's name other than I think he's the Prince of Persia. <laughs> he's the Prince of Persia. I, I actually don't know his name now off the top of my head. <laughs> there you go. I, I think, no, I, I got it. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Duh. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> well, you're not playing as Jake in this Prince of Persia. Uh, Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown might just be one of the greatest Metroidvanias I've ever played. Music to my ears. This game is, they cooked. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I truly fell in love with Metroidvanias with Metroid Dread, which is also renowned to being one of the best Metroidvanias ever made. And this this game, for the most part, outclasses it in every way. From level design where you are always doing something. Your hands are always moving around that controller. Um, there's never a dull moment where you're just casually drifting to right or left. Like you are moving around and movement is key, man. Rayman legends team that developed this game did a spectacular job giving did us. Did not know it was the Rayman team. Giving us That's a awesome. very challenging platformer. Kyle, I'm going through some of these levels as you know, I'm not a platforming guy in the slightest, being so goddamn challenged. And, like, there are some platforming elements where are just so damn hard for me. Like, there's one in particular that I had to, luckily, go into the assist menu and find a way to just skip it entirely. So you can okay. skip all the major platforming elements. You can't skip the the um, the optional ones. Um, but... The platforming here, you're gonna you're gonna love it, man, because it is so tight. It feels so damn good, and the animations for every movement it just looks so great, man. Uh, Sargon, How? the main character, yep. looks epic every time he does a backflip, which might be my favorite thing ever. It looks so great, and knowing that this is a 2D game, like they don't have to go so hard on the animations, but they do. It feels flowy. Um, awesome. I, I love. Sorry, what was your first question? How do they handle the Prince of Persia thing that I know of Prince of Persia uh, right. uh, from back in the day of of time? <laughs> Are we rewinding time mid-jump? Is there a limit? Yes and no. So they give you a lot of abilities. I, I can't even go into all of them, <laughs> you know, Fair. and nor do I want to because some of them are spoilers. There is, of course, a time element that is very unique to the gameplay experience Sweet. for example it does a really good job of teaching you abilities and sh like showcasing them at the very end for a boss so there's mm -hmm. one ability i will tell you um there's one where you could create a portal that sucks something up kind of like the cat in miss marvel and you get to throw it back out to an enemy so there's a boss that you encounter, which is like, I'm going to throw four meteors at you and they engulf the whole area. So you can't run away from it. Or you could jump up, suck a meteorite into a pocket dimension and shoot it back at a boss. Um, you know, I love that. And down to the simple things of like, here's where you get a double jump. Here's where you get a dash. And they all culminate into just such a smooth platforming experience that is challenging really challenging so uh, yeah not not a serious follow-up question go for it is gaining a double jump in the game the greatest ability unlock ever especially in this game <laughs> yes because i love a good double jump 
And the one thing that I really love and actually brings me to this is like, you're seeing things in, in the environment that you know you'll go back to. And one of the the tropes of Metroidvania is forgetting where that place is, you know, 16 which, hours later. Which brings me to my other question is, yeah. a good Metroidvania is easy to find. A bad Metroidvania, I feel, hinges on the map and the traversal on the map and going to the places that you know you can't access until you unlock a certain skill. Yeah. How is maneuvering around this map? Is it overwhelming? Is it is it Jedi fallen survivor? Kind no, of, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, craziness going on or what? Guys, this map is ginormous, first and foremost. Traversing it, though, it feels more tight. Like, you'll always know where you are. Uh, and the okay. map opens up and you get like a good idea of where you are and the pathways are visible enough where you can plot out your map and you, or you plot out your, your travels and you won't get lost. But the really cool thing that they do here, Kyle, is they give you essentially a bookmark of like, hey, there's this area early on in the game. I know I'll get a double jump later on, but I just don't know when. And I can mark it on my map. And it'll go even the extra mile as to showing you what, like showing you what it is. So for example, it'll be like, bam, I'm, I'm, you know, pretty much sharing a screenshot and I'm like, all right, this is, I need a double jump here or I need a dash there. Are are they categorized, categorized by the skill that you need to access that area? There are markers that you can use. Oh, that like, can tell a, you, like an Elden ring on the map. Yes. That'd be like, Hey, this is a trap is here or an action piece is here. I love um, that. It's re they really thought about traversal in this game. And again, it, it, it bears repeating. Rayman's Legends team outdid themselves with the maneuverability in this game. But where I'm so surprised at the level of just... It, just the depth is the combo system. Um, so, you know, Metroid, you're shooting things with your, with your arm cannon. Here you're getting up close and personal with your um with your swords and i can't pronounce them so i won't embarrass myself but they are man it... and listen i never played any of the god of war psp games so they're probably this it got me thinking midway through i'm like i would really love a gears of war like you know metroidvania like, like let's go this would be great because it made me feel of like the old classic PS2, PS3, God of War games with its combos of just like throwing a throwing a person in the air, chaining them in the air, and then hitting them down, slamming them to the floor, and then just daisy chaining combos until they're just out completely. I loved throwing people in the air and then throwing them back down, throwing them back in the air, throwing them back down. It was so much fun. Um, so the combo system in this game is super in-depth. Are the special maneuvers like mid combo hard to pull off? Like, like, are we fighting game level three button input for certain moves? So the one of the, the cool things is they have charms. Charms make the game easier. They can assist the player. For example, there's a charm that like will ding you if there's a special thing nearby. It dings all the goddamn time. Um, or you can get better combos or different abilities for your combos to pull off for example i've upgraded one of my charms so that i have like a seven combo seven or eight combo um hit so like i could just daisy chain for a very long time and throw them on to the floor um 
or there's one where it's like it upgrades your bow to make and do cooler, more unique things. So like you're not getting into crazy, you know, fighting game territory with the combos. It feels just good enough where a simpleton like me can figure out some of the, the, the more basic combos where I can definitely see like one of those people on Twitter um, go out there and make like a montage because it is stunning what again the complexity of these combos and, and and weapons that you can daisy chain together and what they're able to to do combat is so goddamn so goddamn satisfying Kyle like this is Ca special Com to me combat's great <laughs> love a good combat in the game are we fighting all these things for good reason it's the narrative pushing you to keep going and figuring out what's going on it got me there uh, in the beginning, I'm like, okay, this is kind of just standard fare. And then the twist happens. And then there's another question that happens about two-thirds into this game where it kind of, well, not kind of, it opens up greatly as to something bigger to play than what's already happening here. And we got to we gotta figure out what's going on. Um, so the narrative, though it takes some time to build up, I'm curious as to what's happening next. The voice acting, for the most part, is great. And I say for the most part, because there is one entity, I think their name is Cal, Cal Calculus or something like this. Just call him Cal for short. Voiced by an AI. Oof. And it's just as bad as me saying it. It's like, Oof. hello, Sargon. My name is a word I can't pronounce. I'm here to light your way. Sargon. Oh, and it's like you're i see what you're doing and we none of us like it and you're not clever and i know this is not what the developers wanted but some higher ups are like is this a higher robot so you if, no one's gonna notice i can notice it's it's atrocious everybody else sounds great except the ai thing um it sounds super noticeable it's it, it is like microsoft sam shout out to you sam the og um but like it and that's the thing. It's like everything's so good that even the 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 glaring area that is a voice AI is like probably the worst thing about this game and should speak highly to how great this game is. The boss encounters, Kyle. Oh, my God. You know me. I love a good boss in a good video game. And I love a boss when it's hard as shit. Every single boss that I've played, I felt like I earned and I defeated and I felt that sense of accomplishment afterwards. They really are like, hey, what did you learn in this section? What ability did, did, did we just give you? And also, remember your homework from last area as well. Uh, shout out to the snake fight that I think does an excellent job of going, hey, you thought you were playing one game. Well, guess what? You're playing something totally different. <laughs> and it feels it feels so damn great of like, here's the culmination of everything you learned in this one boss fight, did you learn it? Let's go. At the same exact time, being so accessible to folks that just want to experience the story, you have that here. They have various modes and assists that help you along the way. Again, I'm not a good platforming guy. There was an element where I needed that help, and it doesn't punish you for it. No trophies are locked behind it. Uh, I didn't mess around with the combat too much because I do enjoy a good challenge, but there's definitely like the give me story, give me the God of War type of, you know, uh, range of, of difficulty. I really, really love this game yeah. so much, dude. I, the only thing that I hate to say don't like about it is <clears throat> not so much its theme, but it's very anime-esque. Uh, 
again, they took a lot of homages to Metroid Dread. I just feel like Sargon's a good character. It's just like when Samus did stuff, it was badass, dude. And like Sargon does it, but it feels very anime-esque. And I'm not one for it, you know, that t- that type of thing. So if anime is your thing, you're going to really love this. Um, but like some of the finishing moves that Sargon does, which is a parry system, again, the whole charm system. Um, but like the parry system's great. There, there'll be a time where, you know, an enemy's coming at you. If it lights yellow and you do a perfect parry, you kill them instantly. And you get a really cool animation. Even with some boss fights, there's a perfect parry animation that feels epic. And you know they were taking notes when they were playing Metroid Dread because it's very much inspired. Even some of the enemies, um, like the, the the creepy robots that I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on. The Emmys. There's an homage to the Emmys. And um, I terrify. <laughs> so I, it's so weird to say that I think Ubisoft may have made the best, if not one of the best uh, Metroidvanias ever. If it wasn't for the weird AI thing, this would be this would be a perfect game, man. It, it sits very That's high awesome. on my list. Uh, if and in in perspective, twenty twenty three, the year of games, this probably could have been number three and number four on my game of the year. Hell yeah, this, That's awesome. This is a game I'm going to platinum. So don't even ask me. You know it. It's a platinum game. Uh, and I do, anyone listening, uh, there is a demo on the PSN store, I believe. Yep. Um, but the game comes out, uh, if you're listening to this in podcast feeds, this Friday. Uh, I think it's 50 bucks. It is, in fact, $50. It's worth every yeah. goddamn cent. Yeah. Played it on the portal, then played it on my PlayStation. The only yep. other thing that I will say is because I'm playing on such a large screen, I do feel like Metroidvanias are meant for the handheld. So you could see everything a little bit better, I feel, on the handheld instead of like the sixty inch screen, everything's in the air and I I sometimes the, the, like the other the other thing that I think is my one gripe is you fight other U's. It's not a terrible spoiler. Not a spoiler at all. I'm not giving you any context. You fight you fight U's, right? It's in it's a training also, field. It's also a Metroidvania trope. Yeah. You're in a training field and you're fighting other U's. And that gets really confusing because there's really no different, uh, you know, thing that makes you different than the other ones. It's just they're a different color than you. And I would have liked maybe something that lights up because I get lost in the sauce a lot in those Fair. in those fights. So, um, shout out to Silkana and chat uh, about the AI voice. Yeah, uh, they said those lines slipped through the cracks, and they sent to the voicing company to add in a patch later. Good. Yeah. The- so I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, because it's, again, it's super noticeable. It's like, hello, Sargon. Like, you could hear the space in between the comma. Like, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. it's weird. So All right. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, before we get into the other thing, uh, another really quick flash news. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Uh, Foamstar is coming to PS Plus Day 1. Yes. February 6th. Uh, the Let's reason go. why it reminded me of, uh, they did come out, and there is AI art in that game as well. All right. Which is Taking a bit of a bummer. Road. Uh, but yeah, Foamstar's uh, PS Plus Day One, which is I'm glad they are supporting a- yep. and putting more games on Day One. God knows they're gonna on PS Plus, um, even though it's Foamstar's. And I I'm don't... excited. It's it's Splatoon. Which God knows I, love I think Splatoon. they're also very upset with people comparing it to Splatoon. I don't care. <laughs> it's a compliment. I love Splatoon. I love this game. Yeah, fight me in the streets. Fair, fair, fair. fair. All right, we're out of flash news again. Okay. 
uh, uh, before we get into Suicide Squad because we played it. Yeah. People in chat were asking, and you didn't mention you were playing it. How far into FF7 are you, the OG? Uh, enough to like talk about it? Not enough to comfort. I I want to save okay. all my thoughts for, for the by the players. By chat? The players. Okay. Respectfully. Fair. All so right, patreon.com so, slash PSR if you want to know. Pay me. <laughs> we got to play Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, shout out to our friends who got us codes uh, to play. Yep. Um, I guess I'll start. I had a great time. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Is it going to be the best game ever made? Probably not. Nope. Am I going to have a hell of a lot of fun? damn straight i am yep um i do take some issue with some of um outlets covering of the previews because i feel like they're just hating on it just to hate on it a mm -hmm. little bit because it's not what they wanted uh so specifically like uh, i'm i am forgetting the outlet maybe it's the ign preview okay but they're like the flash is too fast but he's the flash can't, can't, can't keep up yeah it's the flash i'm happy that he's fast because it's the flash um so there's some weird issues there but i don't want to go too long on that gameplay the gunplay is fun it feels great the haptics are incredible yeah i played on the portal i played it uh, uh, on the tv they feel great yeah um i'm a big fan of king shark and deadshot those are two really? of my favorites they um okay. they made they made you play with each of the characters as a tutorial yeah. to get a feel for everybody which i do really enjoy um there's something about Harley's Spider-Man swing mm -hmm. that I didn't, it didn't feel great. Um, Cause it's not a Spider-Man swing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're just kind of, it's like a uh, ballerina. Spoiled. Swing. Yeah. We're because spoiled. she's a goddamn <laughs> ballerina. All right. She does flips and stuff. We've seen her do flips and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but Captain Boomerang, I think that traversal just doesn't click with me. The traversal, it took a bit of time, but I feel like so like Captain Boomerang definitely feels like a tracer in a sense sure. um, where it's all about teleportation. The boomerang, it, it, it's like a reverse. If memory serves right, it's kind of like a, a reverse Molnir. <laughs> You're calling yourself to the boomerang. So it takes some getting used yeah. to. But I honestly think I could really get in the groove with um, with Captain Boomerang. Because, like, I love being able to kind of, like, his thing is, like, I'm going to teleport in, I'm going to just shoot a whole bunch of shit with my shotgun, and then I'm going to zip on out. Um, I played the majority of it with Deadshot, which I think he's going to be the majority of people's character. Like, this is the guy that, you know, you, you, you kind of, he's like the Soldier 76. There's another Overwatch term. He's like, this sure. is the, 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 the guy that'll get you into the other characters. Um yeah. I really liked him a lot. Like, I think King Shark very much feels like, and I know this is a PlayStation podcast, feel me out. But, like, the one thing that I loved about the OG Crackdown was, like, the big giant jumps that you're able to do. And then when you crash land and you just mess up a ton of folks. Like, yeah. King Shark is all about that type of movement of, like, I'm going to jump really high in the air. I'm going to nosedive and I'm going to crash land. And there's going to be just everything's obliterated in my wake. Um Though I didn't prefer him, I very much um, could see where people can have a lot of fun with him. The one th common complaint that I get annoyed with is that it's like none of these characters in the comics move like this. Um, they explain that in the first five minutes. And then their movement is very much that of like 
um, like homage to the comics. Like they respect the characters that way where it's like, it's explained why they get certain abilities and then their movement is very much like how they would move. So when I, when I feel like, like the Spider-Man thing, it's like, it's not like that. There's like hooks that you're able to like hook onto. You can't just thwip anywhere, any which way. So like there was things that annoyed me in those comparisons because they're explained relatively early on and even with the the main complaint, which is like, it's Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. They're telling you, we're gonna kill the Justice League, and yeah. I feel like, like for people that are so stuck on that concept, it's like, do you ever think that like, or have you ever read a comic book, and they kill a, a superhero? You want to know how long that lasts? <laughs> Deadpool legit killed every Marvel hero yeah. at one point. <laughs> Dude, remember, Doc Ock p- killed Peter Parker or put himself in the mind of, of, of Peter Parker and literally mannequined his body for like... There, there is a world where Captain America is a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> remember it what, happens. It kind of re- it reminds me of the arc. And again, I'm not like a comic book fan. And if I know it, you kind of should too. Where it's like, Captain America's Hydra? How can they do this to Captain yeah. America? And it's like... Uh-huh. And then, like, it's solved in three comics. It's like, y'all are just jumping the gun because this isn't Arkham Knight. Yeah. And it's like, we talk so much of, like, making the games that they want to make. They even showed the proof to it. I think Steve Tortillo put out a piece on it. Or Jason Schreier, one of the two. Of, like, they were making a new multiplayer IP. There was a suicide game that got canceled. And they jumped on the chance to make a Suicide Squad game. Because that was the game that they wanted to make. And I feel like when we talk about, oh, the developers should make the game they want to make. Okay, great. Everybody's complaining that this isn't an Arkham game. And that's the thing that pisses me off. It's like you're pigeonholing them into only making Batman. Now, at the same exact time, I understand why you're complaining. Because, like, this is them chasing a trend. I totally understand that. Like Arkham did feel like it was something different. It was something, you know, we've never seen a a superhero game of that scale ever before Rocksteady. Or not ever, but, you know, since the SNES days, right? Yeah. And on that level, just quality and narratively, like Rocksteady nailed the character and nailed what a batman game should feel like and in the first 15 minutes they nail what a suicide squad game looks and feels like uh they explain the what the suicide squad squad is perfectly and they nail all these characters so damn well you know i love what they said in one of their podcasts they're like we just didn't want to make a you know I think it was like something of the the sense of like we didn't just want to make a Suicide Squad to make a Suicide Squad game like we wanted it yeah. or we didn't make an Arkham game to feel like the, the the cartoons we wanted it to feel like this was a true Batman experience that's what you're getting here so yeah. like narratively it has me hooked I'm really interested to so, see where it goes mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm the only person on the planet Earth that actually really digs the combination of traversal meets you know the combat because it feels sure. very sunset overdrive meets crackdown. And that's very yeah. much my jam. Yeah. You know? so. to, to, to start there, I, my biggest gripe with the combat, something I'm not fully gelling with, but mm-hmm. maybe that will change when I play the, the main game, which I'm still getting day one. I, yeah. It's a day one for me. Um, I don't love the melee 
to get shield regen there yes to then pop back that's a little too clunky is not the right word just like too involved Mm -hmm. like maybe they can just drop it from killing them but the fact you have to like melee to get that off of them if you need it and then it seems too convoluted just to be somewhat different overly involved yes oh yeah yeah. too 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 many cooks um Mm -hmm. when it comes to the combat narratively though there was a point where i i decided to stop playing yeah not because it was a bad time it's just because i wanted to enjoy this without my name all over the screen because yes. <laughs> like i wanted to ex- experience it on the final build the the newest patch when it comes out because they're doing there there is a section that we got to play which is where i stopped also my co-op buddy was atrocious i played this totally <laughs> single player i had somebody hop in my game we were both dead shot yeah and they were just running around miles away from me and I couldn't progress any further. So it's like, you know what? I'm done. Sure. Um, there's a part narratively where they like wrap up the Arkham games in a really cool section. Mm-hmm. And we saw from it's the same section that we saw on the trailers of when Batman is unveiled into in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like that whole that's like a museum kind of thing. And the way they tell what happens in Arkham and gives backstory a little bit as to why Batman's here. Like I'm excited to unravel that even further. Yep. And, and my biggest plus for this is this has the rock steady detail. Mm-hmm. It has the flare in every corner. You see like the superhero, like uh, um, souvenir toys, like in shops as you're running through the street, you <laughs> see Superman posters, you see wonder woman dolls, you see yeah. just, a, a, a metropolis feels like Gotham and it feels like a superhero city. Yeah. And granted the, the purple enemies, not my favorite thing in the world, mm-hmm. but everything else around it has that rock city flair that I'm excited to run into an alley and discover a, a new character. That's going to be like an Easter egg. I'm excited yeah. to discover Easter eggs to the suicide squad, to the Arkham games. Like I'm just in for the story and a good time playing it. Yeah. Like it's it's not like I said, it's not gonna be a game of the year. You're not a multiplayer guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a solid eight, I feel like, in my eyes, from what I played. Who knows? That could change because I was excited for Gotham Knights and fell off of that. Right. Um, anything can happen. But from what I played, I am so into. I'm so excited. Yeah, to we are the only two people that story. feel this way. I know that. I know. And I'm fine with being on this pillar with you. Yeah. Um, I it just, was just I a fun a time. time, and I get it. Like, yeah. yeah, the combat is a little bit overly involved. Like my like my mind was, pro- and probably because I was getting used I, to the controls of like I traversing also didn't get, while yeah. shooting. Like, it takes a bit of time to mm-hmm. get used to. And truthfully, like I've played about four hours of this, so like to me, I got to a point where I'm like, eh, I'm just gonna save this. I like it, and I'm just gonna save it for for later. So like for me, I got my fill. I liked what I saw, and I'm gonna be playing it on. On the second, I just feel like I, everybody already yeah. had their minds made up for this game. Yep, I also didn't. And get not like to... the reviewers; they have the right. No, 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 to no, no, no. no. They way. have their right. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I also didn't get real into like changing gear. Sure, I didn't get into those systems so yeah. much. So, seeing those screenshots, I understand people's hesitations and why you're not gelling with it. Uh, I can't speak on it because I didn't really get into it. Same. Yeah. I just played with what they gave me. And I didn't really unlock anything to switch out or whatever. So 
that might change. But as yeah. a Borderlands fan, changing out weapons all the time, uh, at the times I played Destiny, I enjoy that a whole lot. And so. true, and truthfully, the only time where I'm like, I'm using a gun, this is weird, is when I was playing King Shark. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. But like for the rest of them, I'm like, yeah, Deadshot uses guns. Harley definitely uses guns. She yeah. uses a giant mallet. Um, and I don't know much of Captain Boomerang. He uses a boomerang. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, it's like shout out to uh, Samoa Joe's King Shark. Yeah, killing it. Voice King acting Shark's in this amazing. game, amazing. Yeah, uh, the voice acting of this is top, real notch. good. So again, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm giving it the the time of day when it comes out, February second. Um, so yeah, if people saying that this is Avengers Part Two. You're making it Avengers Part Two. I think this is yeah. this feels totally different. Totally different. Yeah. All right. Kyle, are you holding on to something? My uncle pen that I got for Christmas. My big giant jug of water because I'm making a lifestyle change. Is that a Stanley? No. And you're popping no. in, by the way. No, I didn't fight um, 15 white women in a Target for this. This is uh, what is this? This is a corkle. Okay. A lot. All the ladies uh, at, at work now have Stanleys, and I'm like, you're just feeding into the hype. Be different. You know, be bold. It's a goddamn cup with a handle. I really don't see the, I don't see the appeal. I don't see why this is a big deal. But if they made a PlayStation version of it, I'll fight fifteen kids right here, right now, kick them right in the face. All right, <clears throat> prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. I can't do the voice because it'll kill my back. Um, toy trains, PS VR two, January eighteenth. Uh, Busan Nights on PS5, PS4. Uh, Bulletstorm VR, PSVR 2. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown on PS5, PS4. Again, must play, definitely buy, worth full price, platinum, whatever. Five out of five. The Cub on PS5, PS4. I heard really good things. It's a nice short Shout out to The Cub, uh, 6 1 Indie Showcase alum. Oh, look at that. And it's great. And it's great for what yeah. I hear. And then January 19th, The Last of Us Part 2 remastered on PS5. Uh, from what Digital Foundry thinks, it's the same game from the PS4 <laughs> uh, of how it runs. Uh, all right. I just want it to know return mode and that cheap it's trophy. Got, yeah. It's got a rogue mode. It's got lost levels. Yeah. It's got director commentary. And real talk, that's what I'm going to be playing. I got no yeah. time for the story again. I want the levels, and I want yeah. no return. I'm going to have a oh, lot of fun uh, this, this Also, let, let's go back to the media tab real quick. Yeah. Grounded 2 is, is yes. going to be out, I think, the same day as released on Friday. That's correct. Uh, so a documentary on Last of Us Part 2, um, mm -hmm. the making of, and I'm so excited because the first Grounded doc which i don't think it was called grounded i forgot maybe it was endurance survive i forgot what the so, title was yeah um but when they made the first last of us as well as raising kratos with god of war 2018 are some of my favorite things yeah so I, i'm very excited to see more of what they were going through especially during the pandemic obviously the leaks and and i'm very excited to see what the behind the scenes of what might be one of my favorite games ever yeah and I'm excited for that cheap little plat, and I'm excited to, you know, kill invisible clickers, which scares the shit out of me in no return. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, Kyle, it's time for our favorite segment, but sadly the last segment of the show, and that is the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! We got two 
questions. Everybody, first of all, thank you all so much for giving us a, a wide variety of, of of questions this week. I actually love when we have like a short Sony Pony Express because like everybody just, no matter what the topic was, everybody was on it today. This is great. So please, please send your questions over to the Trophy Room Discord server. We ask every Wednesday, but you can literally just drop them in. There's a little questions tab. We love reading new uh, new names and new folks on the list there. So yeah, make sure, check us out, the Discord server, get your questions in, and we'll shout you out. Just like our first uh, listener question, Kyle, take it away. And I think Kyle lagged No, out. I'm here. Oh. I was I was not on the question, so I had to scroll up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were really perfectly. St- I was like, uh oh, he, he timed out. I'm meditating. Okay. Uh, first question comes from Yuna. Hey guys, hope you are both Hi. doing well. My question this week is, what do you think are the most balanced hard mode in games for second playthroughs? Going through Final Fantasy VII Remake hard mode in prep for Rebirth, and apart from a few hikes, I say it has a fair and balanced hard mode. So I throw the ball to you guys. What hard mode gave you a balanced time? Also, congrats on the Crisis Core plat, Kyle. Thanks, Yuna. Um. I really have to give it up to remake Mm. that hard mode is something special because when you look at it and you're like, they're taking items away. Can't use any items. Yeah. Which is wild. Cause that is like something I use a lot of in the first playthrough, but the level of strategy it gives you and having to use certain materia that you didn't even think of touching in the base game. It just makes me love that so much more. And Likewise, I loved, as stressful as it was, playing Last of Us Remastered on Grounded. That was a... (laughs) People want to talk about, like, why are there so many supplies in this Last of Us universe? Go play it on Grounded, and then come back to me, because it feels real. (laughs) When you open up every drawer in a room, and there's nothing there, Mm -hmm. you you get it. You understand. Uh, grounded is really really good so i do think that one is that one is pretty balanced because you do have to go through the main game first yeah if you're hopping into last was one for the first time and starting on grounded you're nuts yeah don't do that i did, i mean i accidentally did was it jedi fallen order and survivor on hard mode <laughs> so but you also bumped it down for those two stupid frog yeah. dudes no i'm not i'm not hitting my head over a goddamn brick wall for those frog fucks i did uh-uh. i'm no. still not recovered from it no you don't need to put yourself through that much hell but uh shout out to Sekiro's new game plus and any really from software new game plus for providing Fair. you that extra challenge it's it they're real good but i'm usually not a hard mode guy so if like, you know, like I'll do a, like a veteran run of Call of Duty, but that's as far as I go. Yeah. Fair. Uh, the final question on the cow. Oh my God, the you Cowboy Pony Express? No, the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, yeah. Green Gorilla Gamer writes in, "Sup boys, Spider-Man Two winning nine awards at the Platties put a smile on my face, and I did finally finish the episode, and it was amazing. Thank you. Thanks, Triple G. Hollow Knight Silk Song only getting four votes, though. Bro. I was one of those votes. It's coming out this year. I hope, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. I hope so too. My question for you guys: I kind of did a thing. Okay. I bought a PSVR two from my fiance's cousin." I never would have bought this thing at full price, but he had it for such a great deal and he used it like twice and just didn't want it anymore. But now I'm having a touch of buyer's remorse. 
There's not as many games as I thought there was for this peripheral. Am I wrong? Do you guys have a list? Are there lots more coming out? I would appreciate the help. I cannot wait to play Last of Us 2 Remastered. I might have to move my stream to Saturday, though. I'll let you know, Kyle. Peace. For those who are not familiar, yeah. uh, Green Gorilla has not had Part 2 spoiled for him. Oh, really? Okay. So I, I mentioned after the by the players when we were talking about Alan Wake 2, like, mm-hmm. let me know because I want to be in chat while you experience <laughs> the first few hours because yeah. I, I want to see... I want to see somebody experience it for the first time. Um, I think PSVR 2 has a solid lineup. Could be better. The problem is, yeah, it could be better, and they don't promote it a whole lot. Like I had no idea Bulletstorm VR came is coming out this week. News to me. So you read that the the lineup. Um, yeah, uh, they need they need to do a better job promoting it and. I don't know, maybe not making all of PSVR 1 games not work on VR 2? Maybe that was a mistake? It could have been a big mistake. Now, uh, from what the devs under from what I understand from the devs, they need that money. So, it's it's not as it's sure. it's not yeah. as lucrative, you know what I'm saying? So, I understand yeah. that. I understand. Yeah. Uh, cuz it's still a very niche thing. So, you congratulations Green, you're on our side. You're Listen, it's a great uh, a headset it's a great piece of hardware it's very niche so there is it, what could seem like few and far between but i assure you there's games to be played there so like i bet you have call of the mountain but if you don't horizon call of the mountain uh arizona sunshine 2 which is a sequel to a really beloved uh game tetris effect gran turismo 7 uh, you have, of course, uh, Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil 4. Synapse, which is one of my... Synapse. Enough. Go. go. Is it... Good. Isn't 7 also... Resident Evil 7 also VR2 compatible now? No, I think it's just Village. Not yet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beat Saber. Beat Sombre. Yeah. So, like, there are I games... shouted out Tentacular on yep. the, the Platties. You got What the Golf. What the um, if you're an NFL fan, I think NFL Pro Era is a fun time. Noticed mm. when I went into my library, I got the new one. Okay. Already? Okay. Like maybe they just updated the the one I bought last year to the new one. Yeah. Because it's the new icon. I found that a little weird. Yeah. Um, you also, got Moss. Uh, p- if you uh, haven't played it? Pistol Moss, Whip. Pistol Whip's great. Yeah. Sorry. If you, if you haven't played Moss one, play Moss. Oh. Uh, there's a Moss 2. They're great. Um, I also hear, unironically, because now I'm looking at a list because it ran yeah. out. Uh, but Creed Rise of Glory, I've heard legitimately sure. great things about it. Oh, and how yeah. can we... It, Demio, come on. That's, Demio's a good time. Come on. Demio's a good time. Let's go. It's D&D, baby. So, yeah. yeah. There are some really good games on there. They just don't spotlight it enough. So, yeah. All right, guys. That's it. That's all I got. That's been the trophy room this week. What a week it was, Kyle. Uh, any, any, you think we're gonna stay to play next week? I don't know. I, I don't so. even want to. I don't want even guess one. <laughs> you think PlayStation is gonna happen. ever take, uh, talk to us ever again? I hope so. I miss them. <laughs> what if we were Canadian? You think they talk to us more? Uh, yeah, they definitely would. They definitely would, huh? Okay. Yeah. Hey, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here? Um, myself, Mr. Kset, pretty much everywhere. Six One Indie, go cover indie gaming news. Um, and I just wanna, uh, I put this in the Discord. I'm gonna try to say it without crying. Uh, just tell people you love them. Yeah. You 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 don't know. 
when the last time you'll hear that from from you or anybody else. So just tell people you love them. You know what I mean? Devs, friends, family. Don't keep it in. Tell people you love them. I hate your fucking guts. I know, but I love you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I know. It's been a it's been a tough few days. Listen, I echo that sentiment. Go out there. Tell someone you love them. Tell a dev that you appreciate their hard dang work because they do a whole lot to make the games that you love. And they, as we see week in, week out, are not thanked and let go and all that awful, awful stuff. Um, So, yeah, much love to the developers out there. Much love to y'all for listening, watching, however you're consuming the show. Thank you so much. If you liked what you saw here or listened to, if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. It helps us out. It gets us to that recommended tab to get more eyes on us. You can rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That gets more ears holes in our lists. (laughs) You get it. More ears to the show, baby. Listen, forget what I just said. Just say more ears to the show. Listen, I... Who are you, Mark Cerny? Don't send us your ears. (laughs) Don't. Your ears and... More so, the holes to your ears. Um, we made it to number fifteen on the UK charts. Whoa! Why can't we just make UK? it? Yeah, shout out. We, I don't know what we do, but um, Boy, governor, God save the queen. A little bit too late for that, huh? Anyway, no, no. Uh, she probably burned in hell. Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, it was it was good being at number fifteen. You know, it was great. Well, let's be honest. You you reign over subjects. I don't know if your moral compass is great. You know. Anyway, uh, w uh, was not not WWT Jesus. Uh, you know, I remember seventeen seventy six. Are you okay? Nope, I'm having a stroke. Everybody. Uh, I would love to see us be number one on the UK charts. I would love to see us. The highest we've ever been is 20 on, or sorry, 25 on the uh, US charts. I'd love to see us at number 10. Let's do it. Let's make dreams happen. The best way of doing it, rating us five stars, sharing us out there, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, the gram, it helps us out. It grows the show. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye, y'all. Podcast listeners, come to the pre-show next week. It's fun. Bye. (laughs)